People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our chicken rolled food as a meal or shred it as a topper. Blog Talk Radio.
are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I am your host. My name is Alexi Wasser. Now, just to quickly explain what Boy Crazy Radio is, well, Boy Crazy Radio is a call-in advice show for anyone and everyone out there experiencing some sort of emotional turmoil or whatever. All right? Yeah, you. Even you. I'm talking to you, anybody and everybody out there, and I mean that when I say that. You guys, uh, just as an aside at the beginning of the show, I would like to say that Boy Crazy Radio is an extension of my blog, my love and relationship blog, which is called I'mBoyCrazy.com. And uh, up until this point, I mean, pretty much I've been doing this show for about five years, maybe four or five years. Uh, I would like to turn this into a listener-supported show because I realize that I do my website, I'mBoyCrazy.com, and I do this show, this call-in live podcast thingamajiggy uh, that's kind of like Loveline, but it's not Loveline because it's different. Uh, I, I take the time. I do all of it. I fund all of it, any videos I make, any interviews I do, all the writing I do. I just do it, you know, because I love doing it. So because it's the holidays, it's 2014, we're approaching 2015, I would like to be brave enough to put it out there that uh, perhaps Boy Crazy Radio could be helped by its listeners. So if anybody out there for the holidays would like to donate to Boy Crazy Radio, if you want to, if you have the funds to do that, if you'd like to make a donation, that's totally awesome. You can do it via PayPal. Uh, I think they pay credit cards, whatever. It's all very easy. You go to paypal.com and you make your donation to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. And uh, there's also a button on the side, on the right-hand side of I'm boy, uh, of imboycrazy.com and uh, you can click to make a donation. And it, it's all very easy. That's that. Just thought I would say that because I've never said that before. I'm putting it out there. KCRW does it. Why can't Boy Crazy Radio? Um, and it goes to support a good cause. Anyway, you guys, are any of you out there sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual maybe, newly single, a cutter, a shit talker? Are you a total fucking high school nerd who grips the straps of your backpack that's covered in whiteout and patches for bad bands that you got at Hot Topic way too tight? Are you sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom right now, right now, just binge eating and picking at your face? Are you looking for love? Are you looking for answers, guidance, direction, or maybe just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of that stupid desperate thing you did at that party last weekend? I'm sure you're not alone. Are your friends total assholes who talk shit behind your back and then smile to your face? Yeah, tell me about it. It's called real life, all right? It's never ending. You're noticing it now as, as a young person in school, but just know for sure it, it never ends. It's horrible. People are horrible. Let's talk about it. Is the guy or girl you like not responding to all of your texts? Are they not responding to all of your Facebook pokes? Well, on a side note, on a side note, nobody pokes, okay? Who, who Facebook pokes? I think that's for losers, all right? And we don't want you to be a loser, so don't do that. Is the guy or girl you like not responding to your retweets or all of your Instagram likes? Is your dad cheating on your mom with you? Holy fucking shit. Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a podcast? And this is your goddamn lucky day because that is exactly what Boy Crazy Radio is. Let me be the shoulder that you cry on, all right? Pick up your smartphone and dial me. The number is 646-378-0649. Save it in your phone. Once again, it is 
378-0649 because for whatever reason, maybe because I'm an only child or just have a an amazing amount of energy that I need to expend somehow, some way. And I, I, I feel that I do. I truly do feel. I know that I give fantastic advice and I have the capacity to listen and to distract you and to give you some good advice. All right? All I want to do, all I want to do this holiday season is be the big sister that you never even knew you wanted or needed. All right. Good. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Anyway, I'm going to take the phone call. I'm going to get to the phone calls because that is what this show is about, connecting with people or whatever whatever you say, whatever we're supposed to say here. Um, and I want to tell you about things that I noticed, things I got up to this week. Oh, my God. So I'm, like, newly single. Two months I've been single or whatever, having this kind of long, drawn-out, heartbreaking uh, breakup situation. And it's fine. I'm getting through it. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Yakety schmackety. Uh, but I'm trying to be single in this new way as, like, an adult a woman who, like, has respect for herself and doesn't just make out with everybody or have sex super casually or whatever, even though, you know, I'm not completely anti-casual sex. It's just, you know, don't put yourself into the hands of, of a monster. Um, and uh, ask yourself why you're giving yourself away so freely. But anyway, if you can answer those questions and you feel good about your answers, yeah, have some casual sex or whatever. But as a newly single girl, um, I'm finding that now that I'm out there again, it's like I'm just, like, dodging a wall of, like, dicks that are, like, disgusting. Like, these guys who just are, like, oh, like, I'm going to try to fuck her and her being me. And uh, and it's just so gross what I run into and, like, the behavior I'm noticing from these guys. Like, oh, my God, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll get into these stories in a moment of, of weird situations I've I found myself in and weird guys I've had to be, like, okay, um, Never call me again. You're um, you're disgusting. Anyway, we'll get there in a moment. I'm going to take the first call of the evening. Uh, and also, if you can't call into the live show, you can tweet me your questions at Alexi Wasser. And if you want to go into more details than 140 characters on Twitter, uh, email me your questions and all the details to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. Subject, big sin. Area code 661, you're on Boy Crazy Radio. What's your name, how old are you, and where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Justin. I'm 25 years old. I'm calling from Winnipeg, Manitoba. You're calling. Your name is Justin. You're calling from Winnipeg. Winnipeg, Manitoba. That's correct, ma'am. Okay, you have to speak up because your connection is kind of fucked up. But how old are you? Yeah, sorry. Sorry about that. I'm 25. Like I said, I got a great story for you. Now I've seen my ex-boyfriend and. You know, I just noticed what dog he was. Now, I finally broke up for about two months. And I go over to his house to pick up my stuff. He already with another man. And you know what, honey? This man's all great. Okay. Okay. All right. I can't. I can't do this. I truly feel, I mean, I don't like to be a dick, but the connection is fucked up. And I, and I, and I can't, I can't handle prank phone calls right now. I just can't handle prank phone calls right now. So get your shit together if that's not a prank phone call and make it so I can understand what you're talking about um, because the connection was fucked up. God. Um, and on a side note of a side note, before I read one of the emails that just came in, one of the big sis letters, um, there's going to be no Boy Crazy Radio next Wednesday or the following Wednesday because next Wednesday is, 
is Christmas Eve, and the following Wednesday is New Year's Eve. So I'm sure you're going to collect a lot of stories. You're going to have a, a lot of horrible experiences, uh, you know, out of out of desperation or uh, too much alcohol. And I can't wait to hear all of it. That's going to be exciting. What a truly, truly exciting thing to look forward to in the new year, all the weird things that you get into on Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve with your families, with crushes, with random people you meet at parties and uh, whatnot. Anyway, um, I'm going to read a letter sent to me, addressed to Big Sis. It says, hey, Lexi, I listen to your podcast every week on the way to work. Thank you for putting yourself out there and being so awesome. Sometimes I even make my boyfriend listen too. And I also have a complicated, mostly crappy relationship with my abusive dad. So I relate to you on a lot. I, re- I relate to you a lot on that level. <laughs> and last, I went out and got collagen supplements because I just turned 28, and I am feeling it, girl. Is that how your hair grew super long, super fast, Alexi? Anyway, I really want to call and talk, but I live in Texas and go to bed super early for work, and I can't stay up for your show. My question is actually not about boys. It's about girlfriends. I'm writing about one friend in particular. It's a girl who I was super close with, but I decided to distance myself from her. We became really good friends because our boyfriends are brothers. This sounds funny, and it was flattering at first, but I stopped. Oh, my goodness. Um, Where is this going? Okay. This sounds funny, and it was flattering at first, but I stopped being her friend because she started copying and buying everything I had. It drove me nuts. She bought the same extra special perfume as me uh, by seeing it at my house and ordering it the same day buying a shirt I was wearing, buying the same shoes, etc. I got a little creeped out when she dyed her hair brown, when she dyed her brown hair blonde like mine. And the final straw was when she bought the exact same car as me. No, I do not have a super common car, Alexi. I don't have a super common car. And she copied my car. She told me she had been wanting it since I got mine. But when we were around other people, she would not act like, my friend. Huh. She would basically ignore me and never mention any influence I had on her. It was super weird. Do you know this type of girl? Because I decided to stop being super close to her and we don't talk a whole lot anymore. Now it's, now it's generally weird around her and I feel uncomfortable when she's around and it also makes me so angry. I feel like she stole my identity and she is more popular than me and everyone loves her and knows her more. So how did I... How do I let go? Should I say something to her? How do I deal with her so I can stop caring about everything she does? By the way, you're gorgeous. Thanks for your advice. XOXO, Katie. Well, Katie, thank you very much for the compliments, and I always feel like a fucking dickhead. Uh, God, I'm cursing way too much tonight. I apologize. But I'm, I might just go right back to cursing. Um, I don't usually read the compliments, but I, I this is the first time I've, I've read through your emailed to me, so I did it. I read it all the way through, and you included some compliments, and there, I said them. I said them on the air. There's no going back. I appreciate it. Thank you for saying nice things. Um, yes, I take uh, collagen supplements, and I take collagen, other collagen vitamins as well that I get at Whole Foods, and I use Retin-A, and I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you copying me, even though your entire, wait a minute, wait, Katie, your entire letter is about how you're mad at some girl for copying you, albeit it's a, an extreme copy situation. But you said you ran out and got a, got some supplements just like I use. Huh. I should just end the show tonight. I should just turn my back on you. How dare you copy me, Katie? No, I'm just kidding. Um, all right, piecing all these 
pieces of the puzzle together. Here's the thing. Yes. The girl sounds, uh, oh, geez, it's such a fine line, and women are so bizarre, me included. Um, and I have a self-awareness, you know, I, I, of this kind of behavior because I remember I have a girlfriend, and she has this amazing perfume, and I, every time I would smell it, every time I would see her and smell it on her, it's her signature perfume. She's very proud of it. It's her thing. I would always say to her, oh, my God, what is the name of that perfume again? What is it? And then one time I went into her bathroom, and I sprayed a little bit on myself, and I felt so embarrassed, and I felt so single white female that I immediately told her. I may have asked beforehand, actually. That's how self-aware I am because I know that as women, these are things we grapple with that are ridiculous to other people like men or other people with, you know, huge things to worry about. But uh, it's a real thing amongst girls, you know, this kind of weird shit. So I said to her, I went, oh, my God, I think I just pulled a weird single white female. Like, is it okay if I, you know, I think I, I sprayed some of your perfume. I hope that's okay. It was fine, whatever. Um, but it wasn't my proudest moment. And it, you know what? It didn't even smell very good on my skin. It didn't mix well with my skin. It wasn't the same effect as her uh, her smell. And uh, But I've also copied other girlfriends. I, I, I remember one time getting a hair cassis, um perfume from Fresh because this really chic, stylish girl wore it at the time, and I loved it, and I thought she was so awesome, and I did try to mimic her in weird ways while I was trying to find myself, and, you know, and I appreciated her. But here's the thing. You could have either accepted it, not let it bother you, not needed to have recognition that you're an influence on her. Like, you know, what would would the chances be that this girl who's already, like, copying you, which is, you know, the sincerest form of flattery, what were the chances that when you guys hang out or you're in front of somebody, she's going to give you credit for every single thing somebody compliments her on that was, you know, that she copied you about? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You can can do three things. In situations like this when you're bothered, and it goes for a lot of different situations, you can either change the situation, you can either leave the situation, uh, either, either confront it, leave, and walk away, or accept it, all right? That's what I've learned. That's what my therapist tells me when I get myself into sticky situations that really bother me. Um, so choose one of the things. You decided to walk away. You are very frustrated by the situation. So that's great. If that works for you, that's fantastic. You don't need to talk to her about it. Chances are she's not going to understand what the issue is. It's going to make you sound petty. Just be flattered. Just... She she gets into your skin. She's annoyed by you. But if you're still going out with a guy and this is your boyfriend's best friend's sister, who is it? Sometimes I'm going to Wait, who is this person to you? Oh, God, I wish you were calling in. Um, oh, God. It's about whatever. I can't find this information. Oh, yeah. Our boyfriends are brothers. I mean, you're, if you're still going out with this guy, she's going out with his brother, I mean, it's going to be complicated. You're going to see her. Just be nice to her. Even if you can't stand her, even if you're so thoroughly annoyed and pissed off with this person, just be polite, accept it, and and don't hang out with her. And live your own life and hang out with people that make you happy. And just chalk it up to you're awesome and rad and people want to copy you. And, uh, and keep doing your thing. Keep living your life. Keep living your amazing life that people want to replicate. All right? Fuck her. But be nice kill her with kindness or ignore. Don't sit her down and tell her. 
your thoughts because it will make you sound insane. All right? Just be the bigger person. I hope that helps. That's a long explanation, but I really needed to process it myself. And I'm a bit guilty too. We're all a bit guilty of copying someone else, just like you bought the things that I told people that, well, you know, I did tell people to buy those. I, I did recommend those supplements. But anyway, um, and I definitely copied my girlfriend. All right. There's a little bit of that in all of us. Area code 323, who's this? This is Jake. Jake. Oh, God. Is this, is this Jake who calls every week now? It's fantastic. How old are you again? Yes, but I'm happy this week, so don't don't be upset. I'm not. I'm, to, I'm, I'm never upset. I'm, I'm, I'm never upset. Even if last week I sound upset, I'm not upset. Um, how old are you again? Uh, 41. 41. Calling from where? You have to refresh my memory and tell the, the audience because they're listening and they want to know. Studio City, California. Studio City, California, Jake, 41, not not a first-time caller, not a first-time listener. No. What's happening with you tonight? You're happy, so that's great. What's happening? Well, I had a great dream last night. It was, uh, and uh, also your talk last week uh, helped me out. So um, the reason I call is because people should see progress in what you do. You know, oh. there's a point in, in what you do. Well, thank you very and, much. And what, what did you notice in yourself that's different this week? Because last week, when we refresh everybody else's memory or first-time listeners or whatever, people who missed you on the show last sure. week. So Jake called in. He's kind of newly single. He's getting out in the dating scene. He was with somebody for a while. He's 41. And uh, and he's just trying to figure it all out. And and, uh, and I kind of chastised him last week because I was like, you know what? Let me just call a spade a spade. Something about the tone of your voice. You sound angry. You sound bitter. It's it's It's... Right. People are noticing this, and, and you've got to, like, look at yourself in an honest way because you're, you know, it's just there's a bad vibe coming off of you. And so you, so I said that. It's a little bit intense. It's a tad harsh. And this week you say you're feeling better, but what, what did you notice this week? Like, what did you do differently, or what did you like? Well, I took that notice? advice to heart, and, and I addressed it. I uh, looked at myself. I'm like, well, I don't feel that I'm a mean person, but... Uh, you know, I guess people are commenting on it that I'm, what it is, is basically I'm an impatient person. And I think that comes across as angry. So, you know, I dealt with that. I'm like, okay, well, what makes me impatient? What makes me come across that way? Anyway, I just kind of took a step back and I talked to my friends. I work with a lot of people doing photography and et cetera. And I asked them, I quizzed them. I'm like, well, what about me comes across that way? And they were blunt, the way that you were blunt. And I'm like, wow, well, okay. I never realized that I was that way. I just kind of thought I was being straightforward, but it doesn't come across that way. It comes across as angry or, you know, impatient. So I worked on that, and I'm like, okay, Wow you know, kind of a slap in the face in the form of a blog, in the form of a blah-blah-blah, whatever you, your thing says. Are you still there? I'm still here. I'm just listening, yeah. Well, I'm glad you're... Well, that's good. And I just said that, like, you know, don't focus on going on Tinder or some site or finding some new girl or, you know, putting a Band-Aid over, you know. No, I, total, I totally got off of all of that and I actually had a real-life experience where there's a human connection, and that's really where things matter. And that's what kind of gave me uh, a 360. It's like, wow, you know, I'm valid as a person in a normal way. 
when you try to go on these dating sites and all that kind of stuff, it's not natural. I don't know. I'm sure you've I've, tried it. And we've all tried. I have not tried it. Well, I'm going to go into that. I mean, I'm going to. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to place you on hold for a moment because I'm actually I want to touch on that. Last. Okay. So this week, um, I did go on Tinder for like 20 minutes and three different three different times. I went on for like 20 minutes, um, and it blew up in my face. And here's why. Uh, first of all, because I thought for a second I thought you know, everybody's doing this Tinder. I'm really single. I want to check it out. And my girlfriend is like in her 40s. And I was like, dude, I'm not where you're at. And I'm not trying to get married. And I'm not trying to have a kid. You are. And you should be dating like it's a business right now. And you should be fucking on Tinder, meeting people, swiping right as much as you possibly can, and going on a date every night. And then like, you know, whatever, getting married and getting pregnant or whatever it is you, you, you hope to do. So she was like, and I talked about this last week on last week's show, but I'm going to get into it again. Um, so she goes, I'm not going to do it. I'm only going to do it if you do it. So I went, oh, okay, okay, whatever. I, you know, if I frame it like this, I'm not humiliated to get on it, but I'd rather not because I like meeting people in person and I'm just getting out of something and I don't need to be on Tinder. I just don't. Okay, I already put myself out there. I'm like, I'm on, the, on this podcast here. Uh, I'm Facebooking, tweeting. I have my blog. I have all enough. I'm online. My online presence is I go on with my friend, my girlfriend. Uh, and plus, it's interesting to see what the fuck this is all about. You know, I want to be able to talk about it, too, because I completely alienate myself from from this shit. Um, my God. If I completely have nothing to do with it, then I can't talk about it with people who are on it. You know, and I want to have some kind of take on it. So I go on. It's, it's hilarious, it's humiliating, it's exhilarating, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe this, look at these people. And I saw, like, three people I knew, and I was, like, terrified and embarrassed. And I thought, oh, God, can they see me? And I saw some cute people, and it's just fun because I love people watching, so it was great. And then I thought I signed off. I thought on one of my 20-minute excursions where I would sign in and delete my account afterwards, I thought I signed out. And then a day or two later, my best guy friend sent me a screen grab of my profile that one of his friends sent to him, and I wanted to die. <laughs> I was like, oh, my fucking God. I just did it for my girlfriend. I just did it for my girlfriend. This is humiliating. Um, anyway, but what I was going to say was, oh, and then my ex-boyfriend that I most recently got out of a relationship with the only reason we got, you know, the reason we're not together is because it's long distance and I don't want to move there and he doesn't want to move here and, and we needed to just take a break because we started to get into too many arguments about that. So I'm broken up. He came to Los Angeles this week for work and uh, he was in town for like four or five days and we were going to see each other and then I decided, this is very big of me, you guys, because I'm very dramatic and intense and can make very bad decisions for myself all for the sake of, it'll make my writing better or I can handle it or it'll make me all more interesting. I can, I'm can i going to access my darkness and I'll use it for something or whatever. And I just want to do whatever I feel. But he came to town and uh, that was very difficult not to see him, but we were going to potentially have dinner and I told him, you know, it's too soon. I can't. I can't see you. It's too soon. But we talked on the phone for like we had. You know, we talked on the phone for a, a long time, and and it was nice because it was like we're talking on the phone as friends. And I told him about my my uh, dalliance with Tinder <laughs> for my friend, 
I said, I did it for my girlfriend. And he goes, oh, you did? Why? And I went, oh, God, I don't know. It was for her. It was fun. And then I forgot to delete it. I didn't delete it properly. I thought I did. I got whatever. And uh, and then one of my friends busted me on it, and I'm humiliated. And he was like, oh, that's horrible. So I actually talked about my Tinder uh, mishap dalliance with my most recent ex-boyfriend. Um and he was just like, thought it was hilarious and humiliating. And he was like, you don't need to be doing that. And I was like, you know what? I really don't. He's like, you don't need to be on Tinder. Completely changed my mind. I'm not judging people who are on it, but I kind of am. But I'm not really, but pretty much. Uh, it's not for me. It is not for me. I'm taking a totally, like, hoity-toity, highbrow, I'm better than Tinder vibe. It was, it's fun to people watch. And it's, I'd rather do it through my girlfriend's phone, you know? I, t- I mean, I don't know. So there you go. So that was a, a harsh slap in the face of reality, a dose of reality. I feel like I was like an addict for a moment. I was like, maybe I'll just look at it again for 20 minutes and delete my account. Maybe this is okay. Not okay. Not okay for me and people who are cool. But I can't really say that because everybody's fucking on it. Do you see the, the, the confusion here? Do you see why this is so difficult? Because everybody's on it. It's like brainwashing you. You'd be like, no, this is how we do it now. This is how we do it. Well, you know what? I'm fighting against it. This is not how we're going to do it for me. Um, anyway, I have more things I want to tell you about, but I'll tell you about those things in a moment. Area code 760, who's this? Hi, this is Justine from Palm Springs. Justine from Palm Springs, how old are you? Good. I'm in a little dilemma at the moment right now. I said, how, how old are you, though, in your dilemma? Oh. 23. 23. Tell me everything. And can I visit you in Palm Springs and stay with you? Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> great. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll get your info later. Okay, so what's going on? All right. So um, my best friend's in town, and um, he invited me to come out to the bar tonight. But the problem is, is that my best friend is also my ex-boyfriend of five years, his best friend. And he will be there as well. I want to get dressed up and go out. It's been a while. I've had a long day, but it's also hard to go ahead and go to a bar and have a good time while he's there. So okay, should here's I? My question. Here's my here's my question because I actually just talked about that about how you know I my relationship was almost two years and we only broke up two months ago and it's been lingering and I felt like seeing him this weekend uh, would be way too hard for me. But how long have you and your five year in your boyfriend that you dated for five years how long have you guys been broken up for for about five months now oh my god five months and you live in the same town yes it's really difficult these run-ins at bars and whatnot but I've been really good about it and I've been working hard and doing my own thing and kind of just like trying not to do the whole run-in thing but Tonight, I want to see my best friend. I want to, you know, he's not in town for so long. And I kind of just you know want to get Justin pulled up. Uh, here's what I think. My my experience was different because my ex and I were going to have dinner and we are going to see each other and he's never in town. So this is like a, a one occasion that I had to avoid and, and say, like, I can't have this one-on-one with you, you know, whatever. Your life is different. He lives in the city and it's been five months, that's still really soon, but it's been five months, and you have to do whatever you want to do, and this isn't about you and your ex, you know, hanging out and having dinner or going to movies or, like, you know, having a one-on-one hang session. This is about 
you wanting to see your other friend. And uh, if you don't go, it means that you're like letting your ex win. Not, not, it's not a competition or anything, but it's like you can't dictate your life by, oh, he's going to be there. You know what I mean? And I feel like five months and the fact that you're actually really, your main objective is to hang out with your other friend that wins. You know what I mean? Just go. I say just go. And look beautiful and have fun and don't be nasty and just remember like the whole point is to see your other friend and just, you know what I mean? Do your thing. Yeah. Here's another question for you. See, we've had a few like run-ins since we're in the same town and usually at bars, you know, and how do you avoid a situation where it's one-on-one? Because it seems to me that when we have these run-ins, he we end up having talk, catching up and everything. But at the same time, I don't feel like catching up and I don't really feel like getting on a deeper level. I just kind of want to have a good time. How do you avoid those awkward situations and say, I don't want to get into the conversation? Well, you don't have to tell them. First of all, guys are probably always happy to talk less than they have to. Um, they, they don't really love communicating as much as girls do. I'm being general, but whatever, for the most part, I'm totally right. So, just just lead you kind of lead oh god take control of the situation by nipping it in the bud and not saying anything like if he goes hey how are you what's going on I go, i'm good and then just like smile and like look at somebody else and go hey and like just go over and do something else just keep it short and upbeat and clean and simple and definitely just like the advice i kind of gave to the other girl about her talking to her friend who copies her. Like, it's sometimes, and most of the time, I feel like it's way better to just walk away, have compassionate detachment towards someone. So you, you, you're not being nasty, you're not being mean. Just walk away from them. If you don't want to deal with something, you don't want like them, and you're kind of done with that person, just walk away and take the high road and be the bigger person. And don't feel the need to, like, tell them how you're feeling like we don't want that girl to sit down with her friend and be like listen the reason why we're not friends is because like you copy me and you like did all these things I'm like that really bought like nobody cares it's ridiculous and and so if you see your ex-boyfriend and he goes hey what's going on I want to catch up it's so much better if you're like oh I'm gonna go to the ladies room really quick or oh hold that thought I'm gonna go do this thing or oh I'm really good nice to see you bye that's so much better than you being like you know we got out of our thing, and I just really don't want to catch up. I just don't, you know what I mean? Like, it's not a cooler look, you know what I mean? Yeah. Good advice. I'm going to definitely take yeah. the high road. Take the high I road. Get always look, just look beautiful. Uh, be loving. Have a loving energy about you. Like, make, just get rid of all the anger. You're not with them anymore. You're single. You have friends. You're going out to do something cool tonight. Take an Uber car. Whatever you do, don't drink and drive. Don't hook up with your ex when you're drunk uh, or tipsy. Don't let anybody tipsy, including your ex, give you a ride home. Just Uber, go with a girlfriend or something, and just, like, stick with your girlfriend and make sure going into the situation, you're like, don't let me be in a corner with him talking. Don't let this turn into a tearful, like, uh, recap or update of where we're at and how we feel about our thing. Just Stick with your friends, keep a light, be beautiful, be loving, and then, you know what I mean, and own yourself. Like, you control your feelings, even though we don't know this, and I'm going off into an aside. But here's something amazing that my mom and my best guy friend told me. 
and it finally clicked with me. So I was having such a hard time knowing that my ex was in Los Angeles, and I and I had such a hard time knowing that the best thing to do was to not see him, but it was like killing me. Even though I know that we shouldn't be together, at least for right now, it was killing me. I felt like I had to be sad and conflicted and cry and feel horrible. And then I, I my friend said, you control your feelings. If you don't want to be sad, don't go there. So don't be sad then. And it's easier said than done, but that's an actual real thing. Like, you have the control over how you feel. If you don't want to get sucked into something, don't. And that goes for, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's so uh, easy, it sounds difficult. But anyway, have fun tonight, okay? And call me next week. Oh, actually, there's no show next week. But let me know what happens. Sometimes. Okay, we will do. Thank you. Okay, bye. You're welcome. Holy fucking shit. Oh, so here's what happened. So last Thursday, last Thursday, uh, I'm, like, having this, like, Twitter uh, flirtation with some dude that is neat and successful and interesting and young and whatever. And he says, I'm going to be in town. This is not my ex-boyfriend. This is just some dude I know that I'm friends with on Twitter, whatever that means. Um, he goes, I'm going to be in town. There's a party. I want to invite you to this party. Um, come to the party. And I was like, cool. Okay, great, whatever. And I thought, oh, he's not flirting with me, is he? Maybe he is, because for the most part, when a guy puts his attention on you, I mean, whatever, when he makes an effort to invite you somewhere and you, you think, okay, I'm single now, he's putting his attention on me, he wants to see me somewhere, I think it's just like flirtatious. But still, I'm trying not to have expectations. Another lesson for the night, it's really helpful because it takes the pressure off. If you don't have any expectations, you can't really feel left, let down or whatever, um, which is another thing that's easier said than done because we are constantly having expectations uh, for things and for on, for people. Anyway, so I go, yeah, yeah, don't worry. Uh, the party. He goes, the party might be lame. I go, I don't care if the party's lame. It'll be, you know, it'll be just nice to see you. I have zero expectations. So he goes, oh, nice to know you have zero expectations. So I made a joke, and I, I direct message, tweet him back, and I say, well, it changed my mind then. I have uh, the most intensely high, crazy high expectations I've ever had in my life. Can't wait for a big hot date. I love roses. See you later with the roses. So he's on the plane flying in from wherever he's flying in from, and he's messaging me. And he goes, oh, I can't bring you roses. My wifey's coming with me, like slang for his girlfriend. And I go, girlfriend, wifey? I didn't even know you had a girlfriend. Uh, if you were my boyfriend texting a girl at all hours, I'd be pretty pissed. And uh, whatever. But I was like, all right. And I was kind of just like, ugh, gross, whatever. I was like, cool, I'll, I'll, I can't wait to meet your girlfriend. It'll be nice to see you. I'm going to bring a friend at the party, whatever. So then I get to the party with my guy friend, my platonic guy friend. I get to the party. It's There's no party happening at the fancy address that we're at. I end up at this guy's house. I don't know if you know who this is, but it's this guy, something Goldstein. It's this fancy house in the Hollywood Hills, and he's always at Laker games, and he's like a 1,000 years old, and he wears snakeskin pants, and he's very tan. And I end up at his fancy house in the hills. It's raining, and there was my platonic guy friend. And this dude, you got to see his Instagram account. It's wild. But uh, he loves supermodels, and he's like a 1,000. He's like 80 years old and just like so tan. He's like beyond tan. Anyway, and he's in his glass house that usually hosts fancy parties, but nobody's there, and he's watching 
basketball, because apparently this guy loves basketball in a real way, that he's actually watching it on his own at his fancy house where there's no party happening. And he's wearing snakeskin pants like he does when he goes to the Laker game. Uh, what the hell is this guy's name? Whatever, something Goldstein. And we knock on the glass, and we go, is there a party happening here, sir? And he's got a very deep voice, and he's like, no, there's no party. Who told you that? Whatever. So we're like, no, no, no worries. We're out of here. We're trudging up the, the, uh, the driveway. It's raining. I look, I look adorable, I think. Uh, my, my guy friend, my platonic guy friend, he looks handsome as ever. Um, and this town car drives into the driveway, and I'm texting the guy that invited me to the party who has a girlfriend. I go, hey, man, uh, where's the thing? There's no party here. And he goes, oh, my God, we're just arriving. I guess I was, he was, I, I was given the wrong address, too. Oh, my God. So I'm like, okay, cool. And he's like, I'll get the right address and tell you. So I see this town car, and I'm like, well, surely this town car pulling into the driveway isn't the guy with the girlfriend who invited me. Other, you know, is it? He, they do a 360 turn. They leave. And then uh, the dude gives me the correct address, and I go, I call him up, and I go, hey, wait, did you just, did you just get my text, acknowledge the fact that I am at this wrong address, you're telling me that you are arriving, did you just get here and then do it, you know, and turn and, and see me, and see me trudging up the hill with my friend and not roll down the window or offer us a ride or say hello or acknowledge our existence at all? And he went, oh, Yeah. I did see you. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I saw you and your friend trudging up the hill in the rain, but uh, we just thought you were walking to your car. And, um, yeah, sorry about that. And I just thought, and then I just thought, I told this to my mom, and I looked over at my platonic friend, and uh, I just thought, okay, first of all, what men behave this way? Are you seeing what I'm seeing? Are you as infuriated or annoyed as I would be, girls? Do you know what I'm talking about here? I'm at the wrong address. I'm texting him this information. He receives the text and responds. But while he's responding, he's in a car pulling up the driveway that I'm walking up at night in the rain. And he sees me and he doesn't stop. He doesn't stop the car and roll down the window and go, Alexi, this is crazy. I'm so sorry I gave you the wrong address or it's the wrong address. Get in. Do you guys want to get in and get out of the rain? Uh, come with us to the party. Or, hello, are you guys getting in your car? Okay, cool. Here's the address. Acknowledgement of existence. Do you know what I mean? He did none of that. And when I called him, he, like, yawned and he made a joke about it. I was like, oh, sorry, don't be mad. <laughs> and I just thought, oh, my God, that's what it's like to be out there again. Like, I, I was livid. My friend, my guy friend was like, yeah, fuck him, whatever. Because my friend doesn't like to get sucked into drama. And he just, if he doesn't like someone or somebody bothers him, he acknowledges it and he moves on, but he doesn't linger on it. But me, I went on a whole fucking hissy fit, spastic thing. I'm talking to our Uber driver about it. Uber driver sounded enraged about it as well. He was on my side. But, and, and my guy friend was like, yeah, that dude's a dick. He just probably wanted to fuck you or whatever. Maybe he's an open, open relationship with his girlfriend or whatever. But yeah, dude sucks, but whatever, what are you going to do about it? Acknowledge it, move on. And then for me, my feeling was, what the fuck? So now that I'm single and I'm out in the world, people are just going to come on to me, be really disrespectful, only want to maybe fuck me or not or whatever. That's fine if they don't. I prefer it if they don't, but whatever. You're going you're gonna to hit on me, tell me you have a girlfriend that you're potentially in an open relationship with, 
invite me to a party and then not have the courtesy to like you know what I'm I mean just just rudeness rudeness when a guy wants doesn't care about a girl they can be very rude and they can uh, just not be respectful and I don't like that so my main point if there is one if there even is one is I don't even think there is a point. The point is it's rough out there and you have to watch out because there are a lot of dudes who are not respectful and don't even realize it, think that girls are crazy for, uh, for you know, even being bothered by this kind of behavior. But you have to take care of yourself and who you align yourself with and who you choose to hang out with or date or make out with or put your attention on or indulge says a lot about you. And uh, it's just important. Like, so I got the new address to the new party. Yeah, right, like I was going to go to that party. My guy friend and I were like, yeah, right, fuck this. Like, I'm going to go chase this dude downtown who is just totally lame. No, thanks. Anyway, and I told that to my ex-boyfriend, and he was also appalled. And he's like, Alexi, I'm very glad you know that there's some assholes out there who just think that they can't get one girl, they'll get another girl, and there's always another girl, and they don't treat them with respect. And it's fucked. It's so annoying. Anyway, I have more stories, more long, boring, drawn-out stories that I want to talk to you about. Um, let me just ask Justine if she knows what I'm talking about. Justine, I have a question. Are you there? I'm there. I'm here. Do you know what I'm talking about, how rude that guy's behavior was? I do. That is rude. We as girls need to gain some pussy power and not let that shit fly. That's not okay. So, like, okay, good. I just want to make sure that my weird long rants made sense and people can understand why I'm annoyed by this guy's lack of common courtesy. It made sense, right? Yeah. Well, do we know he probably has a lot of baggage, and that's why he's is what he is. Okay, and good. Thank God. Well, Justine's on my side, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. I've got a weird 111 number. Who knows who this is from? I'm worried. Who is this? Skype caller? Listen, if you think it's you, just say hello. If you're calling using Skype or some weird thing from another country or whatever, say hello. I can hear you. I can hear you. All right, it's not time for this bullshit. Um, on a side note of a side note, this whole Sony hacking situation, I have no desire to see the interview with Seth Rogen and James Franco, but now I like really want to see it. I don't want to be told what movie I can't see, but I also don't want to be blown to bits. Uh, but here's what I don't understand. Okay, so Sony, Sony Studios was hacked, all right? All their emails and all and some of their movies have been leaked and all this stuff and all this embarrassing shit is coming out. And uh, I don't know if you guys have read the emails. They're everywhere. They're online. They're on Facebook. They're on every fucking gossip site there is and, and sites that aren't gossipy, which is fucked up. I mean, you'd think that reputable, notable um, people like the New York Times and whatever wouldn't be... Uh, helping all this gossipy like stuff out into the world. Do you know what I mean? That they wouldn't be uh, what's the word? Helping. Well, I'll just say helping it along. Anyway, but um, so I was reading some of the interviews, some of the emails, and there's one between like Amy Pascal and Scott Rudin, and they're both uh, whatever. They're both talking about people. <laughs> oh God, just going nowhere. Um, and Scott Rudin is like an amazing uh, producer. He's he's uh, he's just like a powerhouse producer. And they're talking about 
making some, they're talking about Angelina Jolie and what a cunt she is or whatever they're saying. Ultimately, like, they're talking shit about her and they're having some issue with making a film. And I don't know what Scott Rudin said about, like, because there are other emails where they're talking about Obama and with Amy Pascal and, and that are offensive, whatever. I'm just talking about these Angelina Jolie, like, Aaron Sorkin uh, emails. These were entertaining to me because it didn't make me not like Scott Rudin. It made me, when he was talking about the process of producing a film and what he what he wants and how he was angry at Amy Pascal and and uh, and all this shit and Angelina Jolie, it made me have a crush on him. I was like, wow, what a powerhouse! He's really saying saying how it is. He's really uh, I actually back this guy. I think he's really smart. I he, you know this is kind of turning me on. So I Google him and he's gay. It's, totally annoying I was like you know and he's totally (sighs) he's not my type he's not a drummer of a band or a director or whatever my my type is he doesn't wear high water pants or dark denim and white tennis shoes with a floppy head of hair um and he's gay but uh, I was just shocked I couldn't believe it because everybody else is like up in arms like oh these people they're horrible and a lot of the emails are horrible with the the other email things whatever I'm just talking about these Angelina Jolie ones and, and uh this particular email chain made me uh, got me excited about powerhouse producer guys. But it's not going to happen. It's just not. Um, all right, I'm going to read another email. Feel free to tweet me if you have a question, a uh, thought, a uh, concern, anything you want to contribute to uh, at Alexi Wasser. And now I'm going to look at my Gmail. All right, this is from uh, Sophie. She says, Dear Alexi, I'm having a problem and I need some good advice. There's a guy who I've known since high school. We've been friends for years and we started dating about a year and a half ago and we just recently broke up. The breakup was clean, although initiated by me because of the mutual understanding that we don't really have much of a future together. The relationship has stayed pretty stagnant. We're not planning on moving in with each other. We both know that we wouldn't marry one another, so we broke up. The problem is, he is my absolute best friend and the best person I've ever known. I care about him so much, and I want him to be happy. How do I maintain a relationship with him? I don't want to lose him, and I know that if we don't talk for months, it'll be awkward and weird when we see each other again, and we won't be able to have the same relationship. Help. Oh, my God. Jesus, Sophie. What, are you in my head? Are you in my head living? Are you in my body living my life and going through the same pain that I'm going through? Well, let me take a step back. What you're saying, what you've emailed me is completely relatable for me in particular. And here's what I have to say. You have to take a break right now. You just have to because right now you have, if you know that your relationship is not going to go anywhere and you want it to and you don't want to be in a stagnant relationship that's not going to move to the next level and you want it to move to the next level, then you have to give yourself and him the time to recover and to heal and uh, and just trust that if you're meant to be friends, you can be friends later. Like you're worrying about too much. You know, right now you've got to worry about getting through the breakup. It feels like an arm's cut off. You know what I mean? Like I know what this feels like. He's your best friend. You're really used to him. You're codependent. You're, you know, you're addicted to one another. Even if it wasn't perfect, you know, what is perfect? But whatever, you're used to it. So just be right now, okay? And right now, you have to 
to create some boundaries for yourself. I would say, and I, I didn't think this at first, I didn't think this stuff was important at first, but I think that you should unfollow him from Instagram, even though at first that idea of that in a breakup seemed a little bit like like a big fuck you and, and unnecessary. But for whatever reason, sometimes the one person you don't want to see photos from or know what they're up to, that's the one photo that pops up in your feed the minute you, you, uh, you know, log into your Instagram. So unfollow him from Instagram. Don't you know, check his Instagram and Facebook and Twitter page and all that other shit, you know, over and over again. Don't text him. Don't respond to his texts. Uh, just try to stay as busy as possible. Hang out with your girlfriends. Focus on work. Write lists of things you want to accomplish in your life, like career-wise and life fulfillment things you want to do for yourself that you think are interesting. Like, just Get really lost in your own world uh, and, and, you know, making your own life the best life it can possibly be. And also just trust and know, you know, in the back of your mind, have the, uh, have the faith that somebody more right for you is going to come along, you know, when you're ready for it. Don't be like having a desperate energy and, 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 and start looking for a new thing and trying to you know, make out immediately and have sex with, like, everybody just to distract yourself because let's just, you know, I would have told you that, like, three years ago. Go the fuck everybody. Do it. That's going great. No. Just take a step back. Give yourself time to feel better. Cry as much as possible. Watch tons of movies, except don't do the interview because it's not going to be playing because, you know, Sony's not going to release it because of all these weird people. Anyway. Yeah, so watch Netflix, hang out with your girlfriends, go dancing, exercise, do yoga or whatever people do. Uh, you know, go to Whole Foods, I fuck people, people watch, massage, masturbate, take Epsom salt baths. Uh, remember your family? Hang out with your family. They'll, they'll, they'll be so grateful. Um, and then when you feel strong enough, just like when we talked to that last girl who got out of a five-year relationship and it's only been like five months, um, you know, it's hard to see the person. It's hard to see. And just me, this is like the theme of the night because it keeps coming up. Um, it's a universal thing that lots of people go through, and so you're not alone in this at all. You know, I couldn't see my ex after two months. It's too soon. You know, we talked on the phone a little bit, but even that was devastating and difficult and made me cry and made both of us cry and stuff. It's, you know, a relationship is a real thing. And it's so bizarre, and I talked about this the other day to him, to my ex, about how, uh, and I'm not saying talking to him was like, you know, why why can Alexi talk to her ex, but I can't talk to my ex? Well, we spoke because in in lieu of seeing each other while he was in Los Angeles, because we were long distance, and it was bizarre that he was in L.A. and we weren't seeing each other. So, you know, we left to a phone call so I could tell him, yeah, we're not going to be seeing each other. Um, but it's just amazing how when you're in a relationship and then you're not in a relationship, the only thing that changes really is the label and time spent together. And it's kind of like this invisible thing. It's like this new understanding and reframing of your relationship. But it, but you can feel it. Not seeing someone, you can feel it. It's weight, your, he- your heart is heavy. It weighs heavy on your soul and your system. And it's difficult to like, you know, 
grow the other half of your heart back and feel like your arm isn't chopped off anymore. It's a real intense feeling. So do yourself a favor and don't be in such a hurry to race towards, you know, rescuing and saving the friendship and all this shit. Like, that'll come in time, one thing at a time, though. You need to learn how to just be happy on your own and regroup. And, uh, you know, you're on the mend right now. You need to heal your heart on your own and stay busy and until one day when you wake up it doesn't, you know, it doesn't hurt as much anymore. And, uh, and then, and then maybe you'll be dating someone else or maybe you won't be and then, and then maybe you'll feel comfortable to like, you know, talk to him. It's taken me years to become like legitimate friends with exes. And even then, you always have that twinge of like, they're my boyfriend. That's my, yeah, they're my ex and they're my friend. We, we were boyfriend and girlfriend. Now we're just friends. But really you're like, I always own like a piece of their soul. That's my boyfriend. Who am I kidding? Even if the person's married or has a new girlfriend, you're like, whatever. That's my boyfriend. Who are you kidding? Um, anyway, I hope that helps. Um, yeah. Area code 210. Who is this? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Um, it's Trisha from last week. <laughs> um, Trisha from, from last week. What's, what would you say? Um, I'm from San Antonio. Oh, San Antonio, Trisha from last week, San Antonio. How old are you again? Refresh my memory. 21. 21. What's up with you? What's going on? Oh, nothing. Just finishing school. I just had one question. So there's this guy. I, I didn't. Okay, I kind of liked. And we were just friends, and everything was, like, normal. And I would see him every day in school. In school, And he would compliment me every day, and everybody would tell me he likes me and all this stuff. And, like, in college, but, yeah. And I would just ignore him. Like, we're just friends. I don't see him that way. Maybe I did, but I was just trying to block it out because I needed to focus and stuff. And so maybe a month or two later, and we even took pictures because it was my photography class. We even took pictures of us holding hands, like walking down the street for other people. Um, and like a month later after that, like I, like we stopped talking and stuff. Like he still complimented me, but I still we nothing progressed. And a month later, he started talking to this other girl in the class, and she had a boyfriend at the time. And I think she's cheating on him. Like, and I'm like. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they're together or not. So I have to actually stop talking to him, like, like even any interest in him at all because of that. And I see I see pictures on Instagram. I unfollowed them off of that, um, Snapchat, everything. And then I just stopped talking to them totally. <laughs> and I don't know why I did that, though. Well, you like him, right? It sounds, sounds like you like him. Kind of. So what happened? So now um, let me get this straight. So you're you're having a response and you're having feelings for this guy and like and that are kind of surprising to you. Who is this new girl? You say she does have a boyfriend or she doesn't? She had a boyfriend at the time, like together, and then I stopped seeing them together, holding hands and stuff. I'm like, what's going on? I was confused. I think they're just him, her. Okay, the girl and the guy I was talking to. I think they're just fuck buddies, basically. Wait a minute. Make- I'm confused because yeah, but you don't you don't know. So like, you saw a girl hanging around with her boyfriend and no, she was and, in my class. She was in my class. No, I get that. So there's this girl. There's a, there's the guy that that you were hanging out with, 
and you thought you didn't like, and then there was this other girl who had a boyfriend, and now you've noticed that that girl no longer has her boyfriend, and she's hanging around the guy that you liked, right? Liked, yeah. Passive. So, like, and so that's the thing. So whatever they're up to is, like, ultimately, like, whether they're fuck buddies or they're dating and she's not with her other boyfriend, you know, her ex-boyfriend or whatever that is. She told me they're still not, together. Oh, well, that's not really, I mean, but the main issue is what's up with you? you do you like this guy? Well, kind of, like, I guess there's things that made me, like, stop being interested in him, like, but I was still interested, but, like, like things that, like, made me click off, like, because he he said, like, oh, I want to go to the party and have sex with this girl because I haven't had sex in a long time. I'm like, who says that? It's, you know? Okay, but I, I totally get that. I, I totally get that because I have guys in my life that I'm, like, considering, like, secretly considering in my head, and I'm like, oh, I like them, and then all of a sudden they'll say something to me about another girl, and I'll, and it, it'll be partially my ego will be hurt, but the other part of me is like, ugh, I hate that he said that. It's so gross. I, I would never date a guy who would say that. So I, I get all of that. But, like, again, I'm going to go back to, like, a point I made earlier about you having the, you are the person who has the control of your feelings. Whether or not you know it, you control your feelings. So, I don't know why you're feeling some, I'm going to say, some type of way. Like, I'm, you're, I don't know, like, is, is, you have to acknowledge and, like, really look at yourself. Is your ego being bruised and you're pissed that he's no longer taking the time to flirt with you and, and be all about you? or And, like, what something's bothering you, and, like, and it's about you. It has nothing to do with them. And you just have to, like, I think you should just let it go and not be so angry because the anger and the frustration is only affecting you. You know what I mean? Like, they're mm-hmm. just living their lives. Like, you got to let them just do their thing. And, like, nobody's hurting you. Nobody's doing anything to you. It's not about you. Yeah, that's true. Like, I, I think, I I think what's happening. Uh, you're over it? I was. And my cousin, like, we were talking about him because something, he was going to give me a ride somewhere. That, and because um, we do stuff for the class all together. And something happened. And my cousin's like, you still like him? I'm like, no, I don't. What are you talking about? I never liked him. And she's like, I know you do. I, I know that look on your face whenever you talk about somebody you like. I'm like, whatever. Well, only you can. I can't. I can't pull this out of you. Like, if you like, it sounds like you do like him because you're like bothered by it, and you've got to decide. Like, is this my ego, or I'm pissed that he paid it? You would think he was paying attention to me, and now he's not, and I am fucking pissed. Or I like him, and that hurts my feelings. But now that I realize I like him, he's with some other girl, I'm pissed. Oh, you know what I mean? So you've got to decide. Is it your ego? Is it your heart that's hurting? Is it your ego that's bruised? You have to figure that out. And if, and, and if it's neither, and if you don't want to like him, and you, you know that you shouldn't like him, and then you have to try your hardest to turn your attention back to yourself, back to your schoolwork, maybe focus on another person that you, that's, you know, that you can have a crush on. Just, you know what I mean? Like, You've got to, you just got to get, let it go, let it go. If you don't, but if you like him, then put, put your attention back on him and start hanging out with him if you want. Like, go after what you want, but only you can decide. But, like, you've got to figure it out. What? But I don't know where to start. Like, how do I go from not talking to him at all to, like, texting him or something? Him? I don't know what to do. He's in your, he's in your class, right? No, it, it, the semester's over. It ended last Thursday. Oh, the semester's over. It's just you can listen. You're a woman. You there are no rules. Women, uh, we're confusing. We there's no rhyme or reason. We have a lot of feelings. You can just 
text him and be like, hey, totally random. I was wondering what you're up to. Or you could just be like, hey, what's going on? How are you? Or was just thinking about you. What's going on? How have you been? Or ask him a question, anything. You, you can just text him if you want. But be prepared when you text him. Be prepared for the possibility of him not writing you back. And if you, if you know that you're going to spiral downward and freak the fuck out if he doesn't write you back, then don't send the text. <laughs> that's, another, that's another important lesson for everybody. And I have to ask myself of this too. Before I text a guy or anybody or a person, even girlfriends, I ask myself, okay, if they don't write me back, am I going to spin out and feel really shitty and embarrassed and bummed? Because if I, if I know that I will feel that way if they don't respond to my text, then I don't send it because I don't want to have to deal with that. I know that I'm okay that they never respond. I'll, I'll send it because like, they have no power over me. But you have to be honest with yourself. So if you miss him and you want to go through with this and try to get the ball rolling, text him with no expectations, you know, or go to, do you know where he works? No, I don't. I don't think he's a full-time student, I think. I don't know. Well, listen, I'm sure you know where to find him. You have his number. You can always like one of his Instagram photos. You can, either, you can, uh, you can follow him again on Instagram. You can like one of his photos. Maybe don't follow him again if you already unfollowed him. Just like a photo. Then he'll be confused. He might not even know that you don't follow him anymore. And you can always just send a text. Just send an upbeat text. The point of tonight is to let girls know. Uh, I don't know, lots of different points, but like, don't look, don't look bitter. Try not, try your hardest not to look bitter and crazy. And you want to get the impression, even if you're not feeling it, that you're above it, that you're happy, that you're light, that you're living your life, that you're not bogged down by bitterness and anger. You know, because you probably are. I mean, we all are. But you got to be like, ugh, it's not a sexy look and it really doesn't benefit me to feel this way. So just be loving. And, uh, you know, just like with this guy, you wouldn't be like, hey, um, like, you're, we're hanging out. And then, like, I stopped because, like, you're annoying me. And then you're hanging out with this girl. And I was just like, oh, like, I don't even like him. But, like, why is he hanging out with her? And, like, I thought she had a boyfriend. Like, you don't need to tell a dude any of this because they don't give a fuck. It's exhausting. It makes you look like a nutcase. I feel like most of the time women are thinking about stuff in a real way, me included, especially me. Uh, if you were to tell a man any of these things, you just look like an exhausting, uh, crazy person. So, like, we got to keep it light and simple so uh, a man can comprehend us, okay? So just text him, hello, how are you, or what's, what's going on, or what's up, or how have you been, or, hey, I was thinking about you. Just send a light text, okay? Okay. Okay, but don't freak out. Don't freak out if he doesn't respond. But uh, you're, you know, focus on your family. It's the holiday season, or whatever they say. Um, all right, I'm gonna take another phone call. Area code seven oh seven. Yep, that's me. Uh oh, what's going on? Tell me everything. Who is this? What's your name? How old are you? And where are you calling from? My name is Godfrey. Uh, do you take calls from from guys as well? Of course I do. Oh, okay. I thought you were handling like 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 the girl issues and stuff. Well, you know, girl, boy, boy issues are, are are girl issues. So, I mean, like you are our issue. So it's good for you to call in so we can know what we're dealing with. How old are you? Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm in my thirties. I'm calling from like the Oakland, San Francisco area. Haven't you called in before? No, no, it's my first time. But um, I I I found out about your show when you when you when you had Father John Misty, uh, Jay Tillman on your show. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, that's good. Yep. 
what's what's happening with you? What tell me what's happening with you tonight? Okay. Uh, well, are you are you in LA right now? Oh my god, you're scaring me. Yes, I am. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so I uh, since we, uh, I have a crush on a on a second grade teacher. She's like 25 or 26 like that. And um uh, I've been working with her like in like in Oakland and since since like um since like April of, of this year, and okay. uh, she, but uh, something's like developing a little bit, but it's like still slow. Um, and I I want to see if it, if it's if it's okay to pursue it or not. Even though she may have like she may have like a, a guy uh, like in her life like like she has some history with some guy, but then something's developing slow. Uh, that's my that's my question. Oh my God! Yes, please pursue it. Here's like the problem that women are having nowadays. No guys do anything. Men don't do shit. They do nothing. They like, they don't do anything. Like in my okay, I'm gonna take it to me. I'm gonna throw it right back to you. Pardon me for a moment, but in relating to just to tell you what women want. Like, listen, I work. I make my own money. I have my car. I pay for my apartment. I get no help from my parents, from men, from nothing. No one. It's all me. It's 100% me. I'm, I'm, I suppose I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a feminist or whatever the hell, you know, people hate that word, but I'm a, I'm a modern feminine feminist, whatever. I do all my own shit. I am also, a, you know, I'm a heterosexual woman. I love men. And the problem is lately, I feel like men are morphing into like what women, like morphing into women and women are morphing into men. And like, even though women, me included, do everything for ourselves and we're career-oriented and we're like powerhouses and awesome and badass and ballbusters or whatever, we yeah. also secretly we secretly dream for, like, a man to show up at our house in the rain with, like, flowers. Like, preferably the, the dude would be, like, you know, a handsome and some guy that we have a crush on who is successful and cool or somebody that we like and not a murderer or uh, a dork or a loser or ugly. But whatever. Yeah. That's all subjective. So, so – my ex-boyfriend comes into town last week, and I'm like, you know what? I don't think we should meet. It's too soon. But in my, in the depths of my soul, if it were a movie, I would want him to go. I would want him to go. Yeah, Lexi, you're right. It's too soon for us to see each other. We're not getting back together. Nothing's changed. You're right. That's healthy. We're not going to see each other. But then I want the dude to climb my fucking staircase. I want him to like show up in the rain with with roses. And, you know, and, and knock down my door and be like, I love you. I just had to let you know. If we can't be, I love you anyway. Like, that's what you want. But, of course, he did not do that. <laughs> yes, and he did not do that. And he, he didn't do that. And, you know, because life isn't always a movie, but sometimes it can be. So when you tell me that you like this girl and you don't know if you should pursue it and it's like you don't know what's going on with her and her other who gives a fuck about the other dude? You don't know what this girl is thinking. She is... If she knew you were calling into some podcast called Boy Crazy Radio, talking to me about her, she would pass out and die. She would, uh, you know, uh, she would freak out. That's romantic. We need that. Buy some, buy some mistletoe. Send her some, some roses. Call her up on the telephone. Text her. Uh, anything. Just do anything that resembles anything is a forward step and a forward motion. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a forward step her. now, huh? <laughs> yeah, like pursue her. Like. Call, you know what would be really wild? She has something crazy. Wait, where does she live? In Oakland also, or where does she live? She's in Oakland, they like married. Like, her kids like me. I, I, I'm I, like a counselor and, like, slash security there. She's like a second-grade teacher. Like, 
And like she, I, I, she follows me on Instagram. I follow her on Instagram. I like it. She liked it. I did like a so black and white photo challenge. She, she, did, and I challenged her. She did too. And then she's always positive and always saying hi. I just like, okay. I just took it slow. I didn't want to push her away. Oh God, no! Push her. I mean, she's not anywhere. She's, she's there. Don't. It's just like, here's. You guys work in the same vicinity and you live in the same place. I mean, like that's already exciting to me, who's just coming out of a long distance relationship. Like. If you're emotionally available and you have a crush on this girl and she's, you know, not running from you and freaking out uh, because you're yeah. some creepy weirdo or whatever, like, and it just it sounds yeah. like she likes you, then you should call her on the telephone. But this would be wild. Like, check it. This is like 2014, 2015 wild behavior. Call her on the telephone. And if she doesn't pick up, leave a message. Leave a voicemail message. It's pretty cool. And then... Ask her, say that you know you want to take her to dinner and see if she's available. When would be good, you know? And then pick her up and take her to dinner and talk to her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that I would just be do that. And she's always down to talk. I'm like, hey, what's up? Like you're doing your lesson plans. Like how was your day? Like that. I'm I'm also just like, you know what? What's up? Like let's go on a date. <laughs> yes, please do that. Enough of this like, bullshit. <laughs> Enough of this goddamn bullshit. That's the that that's the uh that's that's what tonight's all about. Enough of the goddamn bullshit. Be a good guy to this woman that you like. You're lucky enough to have found a girl that that you're interested in. So do something about it before you lose her to some fucking asshole. You know what I mean? Like go have a date. This is exciting. This is fantastic. Before time passes by, huh? Before more holidays pass by and all this. What'd you say? Before time passes by and before the holidays come and all this. Yes, the next time you see her, your homework is ask her on a date. This is exciting. I'm so excited for you. I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm jealous. I'm jealous, and I'm, I'm excited all at once. Okay, so don't fuck this up. Do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, this is Mary, a trip. Yeah. Yeah. Well, call me and let me know. I'm not going to be here next Wednesday or the following for the holidays or whatever. But you know, I have your number, and I'm going to hope that you'll, you'll dial in again so I can pick up your phone call and you can tell me how it went. Yeah, for sure. Your show is every Wednesday night? Every Wednesday night except, you know, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. But except I'm for here. next week, yeah. Yes, but, uh, you know, Merry Christmas. I'm excited about your life. This What a great night. When the hell is that going to happen to me? Who's calling in the love line? Who's calling in the love line right now being like, well, hi, I'm, uh, I'm you know, I'm, I'm so-and-so. I'm this age. I have a, I have a crush on a girl. Her name's Alexi. Uh, She's actually doing a podcast right now called uh, Boy Crazy Radio. Uh, shout out to Boy Crazy Radio. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm six two. I'm a director, uh, but I used to be a drummer of uh, you know REO Speedwagon <laughs> or whatever. I don't know who. Yeah, but I have a crush on her, and um, you know I know she just got out of a relationship, and I don't want to come on too strong and push her away. Where is that dude? Is where I need is I, I is that dude calling in the love line right now? Worrying about me and making a move? Because uh, I don't think he is, and I wish he was. God, she's Louise. My God, this girl, a second-grade teacher, that's where it's at. I should become a second-grade teacher. No, I shouldn't have. I'm glad. I, I'm really glad I didn't. Um, okay. <clears throat> Hello? Okay. Um, well, yeah, guys. Jeez. The night just flew by. It's 10.15. How did we get here? How did we get here? Now, if this is not the kind of podcast you want to support financially, then I don't know what po- kind of podcast you would want to support financially. Serial? Yeah, too easy. Actually, I listen to Serial 
because everybody's told me to listen to it. So I listened to Serial for the first time day before yesterday while I was struggling, trying not to reach out to my ex-boyfriend, uh, you know, in a in a in a sobbing heap of, of shattered dreams and heartbreak. Um, so I listened to Serial with first episode, and I was like, too scary. This is scary. <laughs> uh, not that I need to explain it. They should be explaining what my podcast is on Serial so I can get more followers uh, and possible donations to my PayPal account, which is uh, boycrazylexi at gmail.com or go to imboycrazy.com and click on the on the uh, donate button on the right-hand side. You can't miss it. Um, but I will explain Serial to you. Serial is a podcast and it's weekly and it's uh, it's a, the invest it's about uh, the investigation of a murder of a teenage girl that happened in 1999, and a guy who her boyfriend her ex boyfriend who was wrongfully possibly wrongfully accused and put in jail for her murder. Anyway, but yeah, maybe it's because it was like raining in Los Angeles and it was nighttime, and I was spooked. I was listening to the first episode. I was totally spooked. Um, oh God, guys, I wanted to tell you about being out in the town the other night. And, uh, well, fuck it, I'll tell you anyway. Oh, God, I met some guy. I went out to a bar, and I met a guy, and he seemed very lovely, and I was very emotional because my ex was in town, but I was trying to stay busy with my fun Italian girlfriend who's gorgeous, she's a model, and we went out in the town, and uh, I started talking to this guy. And uh, he was tall, he was wearing a hat. I'm not going to use that against him. It was a fashion hat. He looked good in it, all right? Now, he said we had a mutual friend, but we didn't really know each other, and he told me that he had had a dream about me and that I was a Lyft driver, and uh, I thought this was hilarious. It's not the first time somebody made a joke about me being possibly a Lyft driver because I'm very chatty. Ugh, disgusting. Anyway, so I'm at this bar, and then I'm going to leave. We have a conversation with the dude in the hat, and I'm going to leave. And he goes, oh, where are you going? And I'm like, well, I'm going to go meet my, my friend. She, uh, she's at the bar across the street now. I'm going to take a, a, taking a trip to the bar across the street. So I go, and he goes, I'm going to walk you there. So I go, okay. So he walks me, and he holds my hand, and it's very romantic. And I'm like, you know what? This is exactly what I need. I'm uh, avoiding reaching out to my ex, who's somewhere in Los Angeles, which is terrifying and unreal to me. And now I've got this uh, handsome man who's putting his attention on me, holding my hand like a gentleman, walking me across the street to the bar. So we get to the bar, and I'm a bit tipsy. And I go, you know what? We're on a date now. I tell him. I tell him how it is. I go, we're on a date now. I would like a vodka grapefruit. I'm going to sit over there at that, that corner seat. And, uh, and already, it's, you know, I shouldn't be telling men what to do, but I think it's okay. I think it's kind of sexy. But ideally, I want a man who tells me what to do, who accepts me, who loves me, who tells me what to do, but uh, but also loves my uh, you know my brazen charm at times. Anyway, whatever. So I'm already setting up uh, our possible relationship with me and this hat guy uh, in a bad way because I'm I, I'm being very forward. But whatever, that's just me, and I wasn't taking it very seriously anyway. I was having a rough night, so I sit down in the corner. He comes over, he brings me my drink, fantastic, and then here's where everything goes horribly awry. He tells me, and this is. This is where it gets tricky to be me because of my website, I'mboycrazy.com, and my podcast that you're listening to right now, boycrazyradio.com. Anyway, 
um, he tells me that he's never read my blog and he's never listened to my podcast. And I'm like, that's cool. Okay. I wasn't asking. <laughs> Thank you. Um, he goes, but my friend listened to your podcast once. And I went, oh, well, okay, cool. Um, sorry. And he says, my friend was very shocked by your podcast. And I went, oh, why? And he goes, oh, well, you said something on your podcast, but uh, I don't want to tell you, Alexi. It'll only upset you. He he had a problem with something you said on your podcast, but I don't want to, I can't tell you. I can't tell you what what you said. It'll upset you. And I went, um, I really don't care. Like if I, if I said it on my podcast, uh, and by the way, I've never said podcast this many times in a row without vomiting because I don't like the word podcast, but what can you do? It's 2014. Um, I prefer to call it a radio show, but really there's no shame in the word podcast because it's a wave of the future and it reaches a wide audience. And uh, anyway, it's like, listen, man, if I said it on my podcast, I don't give a fuck. Like I'm not going to be offended. Like I'm really not easily offended. Like what did I say that your friend is like, that your friend was offended by? And he goes, no, 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 Alexi, I can't. I can't tell you. I'm just like, let's just change the subject. It's like, it's too upsetting. It's too upsetting. I can't tell you. I'll I'll upset you. And I go, really? Because now you're annoying me. I was like, I don't, I didn't bring this up. You did. Now you're holding something over my head, something I said on my podcast. You won't tell me what I said on my podcast that upset your friend. You just volunteered all this information and now you're like getting on my nerves, dude. And, uh, he was like, oh, Alexi, Alexi, don't get upset. Don't get upset. And it started to get really weird. It was like we're having a fight as if we had been dating for five years. And this guy was only meant to kind of like, you know, he was, it was like at first this romantic fun thing with possibility because he was handsome and, you know, being charming and romantic with me and, and loving. And it's everything I needed in that moment. And then all of a sudden it just turns into this weird back and forth. Like we're having this like deep fight that doesn't need to be happening it was just ridiculous. And I go, you know what? I uh, I think I'm just going to go. And he goes, Alexi, Alexi, don't go. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what my friend said that you said. My friend is really religious, okay? My friend is really religious. And he said that you talked about having sex on your blog, on your podcast. You ta- You talked about having sex on your podcast. And I was like, what? That's what you couldn't tell me for the past 27 minutes? I talked about having sex on my podcast? Like, are there details? What did I say about having sex? And he goes, no, no, just that you talked about having sex. Huh? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. So, yeah, so then I left. And uh, I did text my ex-boyfriend. I texted him. I went to the ladies' room. I texted him, and I told him that the fact that we hadn't spoken and he's in L.A. was devastating to me, and I would never forgive him. But we got past that. But, uh, yeah, this dude in the hat was supposed to uh, distract me, and instead he drove me right back to my ex-boyfriend. It was just insane to me. I just thought that was hilarious because I run into that a lot. Like, if you listen to this podcast and you like it, besides donating to my PayPal uh, and making a contribution to support it, uh, then you should know that it's, like, not super crazy and wild. I mean, maybe sometimes it is, but really it's just, like, an open place to talk about, like, love and dating and miscommunication and heartbreak and getting over stuff. It's, like, just like, it's just like Love Line pretty much, except you have me. It's not that big of a deal. So 
it's so odd that I actually do run into guys who have an issue with me and think I'm some weird, like, sex pot, whore, slut, insane, like, person who talks about things that aren't, aren't supposed to be talked about, especially by women. Like, they, I don't know. Like, and I don't like the word slut. I think it's, you know, whatever. It's a shaming device that is, is invented to make girls feel bad about themselves, uh, whatever. But it's just interesting because if you do look at my blog and my podcast, it's just like uh, a platform to talk about, like, what everybody goes through, you know, body issues, love, sex, dating, miscommunication, uh, you know, flirting, makeouts, love, heartbreak, all this shit. It's like normal shit. Whatever, dude. And it's just funny because it's like, it's a bummer because it's, it's amazing that even now, like, people are weird about that with me. So, like, that's what I encounter in uh, being single again or whatever, you know, and then I, I bump into another thing where it's like, oh, if I do meet a new guy and he might not know anything about my site or what I do and, and he's not really interested and he has, you know, that's, that's kind of annoying they're not interested. And then I have some guys who are like, oh, yeah, I've, I've paid attention to that. But that's just your persona. That's not you. And then it's like I've got to ride, you know, walk the line of like, uh, yeah, it is a persona. That's true because I'm not, you know, I am, a, I am different. If you meet me in real life at like the market or at a bar or something, I'm not going to be like, hey, hi, guys, what's going on? Oh, my God, it's me. It's Alexi. Wow. Like, tell me everything. You know, I might be sometimes if I'm in that mood, but chances are I'm going to be more standoffish a little bit and I'm like, not going to give of myself completely because I'm not trying to be entertaining. But, you know, it's weird. It's like both of these things are like a mixture of like, you know, obviously the real me, but it's heightened and it's meant to be entertaining and you're filling up airspace and you're writing blog posts, whatever. And then other guys won't want to date me at all because they're afraid I'll write about them or it feels out of control to them. Anyway, it's it's all very interesting. It's all very interesting, this millennium, new millennium, whatever the fuck's going on. Anyway, um, I am rambling. Life is happening, and I'm still talking. I do want to read this one. I just got this email from somebody named Adam. He wrote uh, he wrote to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject big sis. He just wrote, I'm a great guy, and everyone says so. I'm kind, I'm considerate, I'm warm, I'm attractive, I'm smart, I'm motivated, I'm loving, thoughtful, and very well liked by literally every single person I encounter but I can't find a girlfriend and I can't attract a good woman to save my life. I've been totally single for seven years after having totally given up after my last relationship. I'm mostly sort of happy as a single-for-life person. I keep myself busy and I try not to obsess about my lack of love. I have great friendships and my family is rewarding and supportive, so all these great things are going for me. So what's the deal? Why does every, uh, why does every gross, crazy loser want me, but I'm a single good one? Why won't a single good one give me the time of day? My only guess is that because I'm too sensitive and perhaps women are totally turned off by that. Why do good women avoid kind and sensitive men? And if that's true, and that's my problem, how can I hide it from them? It's lonely being the nice guy. You are the most charming and gorgeous woman in the entire fucking universe. Signed, Adam, 35, from Wisconsin. Well, Adam, thank you very much for saying that. Now, I'm going to say some honest, blunt shit right now. Is it possible you have a really tiny dick? Do you have like a tiny, tiny nubbin dick? A tiny, tiny, skinny, weird pencil dick? I mean, and even if you do, who cares? I'm sure there's some girl with a tiny, tiny vagina who doesn't like big privates and, you know, whatever. 
Um, and pro- also, I, it can't be that because you aren't even getting to uh, the naked stage of uh, of hanging out with a cool girl to be rejected for your your potentially small penis situation. So I'm sure you're great. So I'm sure that's not even it. Hmm. Where are you meeting these girls? Are you really ugly? Uh, do you have horrible fashion sense? Uh, are you a dork? Do you have halitosis? Like, what is going on with you? I don't know what you look like. I can't hear your voice. I would have preferred you called. Then we could, like, you know, throw the ball around and figure it out and uh, get through this together. I don't know. I think maybe you have to, like, just keep going out. So maybe you should be on Tinder. You know, the funny thing about, you know, I'm saying I'm too good for Tinder. I, I'm not, I, did, not, I did not say that, but I kind of did. But, uh, my point is I don't need to be on Tinder because I already put myself in a major way out into the universe, all right? We already see this online. I'm very big online presence. It's disgusting enough. But if you have a normal job and you're living your life and you don't have time to date and you're not meeting people and your life is kind of stagnant and you want to meet somebody, especially as a man, I think you should go on Tinder because all my hot girlfriends who have, like, normal jobs, they're on Tinder, you know, I understand with like an actress or a model or uh, or like or you know, whatever, like a somebody who's out in the public eye, whatever. They don't do it, but even they do it. That's just it's funny. Um, and men, men do that too, like whatever. But um, I would say that if you have a normal job, and you're kind of more low key, and you really do want to meet somebody, and you're in the business of having a really good relationship. If you're a man who wants a healthy relationship, if you're a man who wants something real. Definitely go on Tinder because the thing with Tinder is usually it's for men. For the most part, it's for men who just want to hook up with girls. And girls go on it because they want to find a boyfriend. I'm generalizing, but tell me I'm wrong. Okay, please. How dare you? Anyway, so I would say you are like a godsend. You are like every girl's dream because you want something real. And there are girls out there who also want something real. So start dating up a storm and go on a different date every single night. God, if you were in Los Angeles, I would say I should just set you up with my girlfriend because she's looking to get married and have a baby at some point. She's totally cool. Um, and I told her to go on Tinder, and she better fucking be on Tinder. I'm going to check on her in a moment after I, after I wrap up the show. So thank you for your kind words, Adam. You're a sweetheart. I appreciate it. I'm sure you're very handsome. If you're cool enough to be listening to Boy Crazy Radio uh, or reading on boycrazy.com, you can't be all that bad. I'm sure you're adorable. Um, so yeah, go on Tinder and just date more and don't give up and don't start and like put it out into the universe. Write a list of what kind of woman you want, you know, make a secret vision board but that nobody can see because nobody wants to date a guy with a vision board, all right? And uh, just put it out there. You're ready for a relationship. Don't surrender and put it out there that you're like you've given up and you're, you're, you're the happy single guy and you've been alone for seven years. Like, no, 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 no. Like, and even if you, you know what the thing is too? Even if you were the ugliest and most disgusting uh, troll, monster, dickless, nubbin dick, halitosis, uh, bad breath, mildew dick, monster, with the you know who just doesn't even have wear clothes, you know, flashing people on the court, who knows? There would still be somebody for you. That's the crazy thing about life. Look around you. Don't you ever walk outside and see people that are together and be like, whoa, they found love? And I'm alone. So uh, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, so just uh, don't lose hope. And let's start with baby steps and take one little baby step to Tinder. Even though I just shit all over it earlier, I'm also recommending it because I'm a woman and we're confusing. 
Anyway, you guys, thank you so much for tuning into Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to be here next week on Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve. So what I need you to do are collect a lot of. I need you to collect a lot of stories and bullshit and drama and exciting things or whatever. I need you to collect a lot of stories. You can call me with all those questions and thoughts and comments and concerns and experiences in the new year. 2015. I will see you guys in 2015. And until then, I would appreciate if you would uh, make a donation to the show and let Boy Crazy Radio become a listener-supported show. If you like it, if you feel like it makes you laugh, if you feel like it helps you, then go to PayPal and donate to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com and listen to past episodes of Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. You can subscribe to it on iTunes. Yeah, motherfucking iTunes. It's a big deal. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Alexi Wasser. And uh, I'm going to play us out with this uh, cute little song that somebody wrote from England, from London. I'm going to say his name all fucked up. I think it's Callum, 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 Callum Reed. He wrote a song. He wrote a song called The Boy Crazy Song. And he, he pronounces my name uh, incorrectly during the song. Because my name's Alexi. He says it wrong. I think he says Alexi Waser or something like that. And my name's Alexi Waster. But whatever. Who cares? It's the season. doesn't matter. Buy some mistletoe. Play a song that some boy wrote where he pronounces your name wrong. No big deal. You guys, I love you so much. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Uh, Happy New Year. Don't get raped and murdered. Don't drive drunk. Call an Uber. Hang out in packs in a group. Be very careful. Uh, Girls, wear full panties. Uh, Try not to wear a thong with a short skirt. It'll blow up in the wind and it's embarrassing. Uh, Wear hipster fun undies that cover your bum and look adorable in case your skirt blows up. Stay warm. Don't catch a cold. And uh, know for sure that I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you.
The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, $30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, $50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for $40. And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid port in. Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer end 1716 72 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio. Reward card requires online registration.